It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is reception. Reception. The show. Yo, what's going on, everybody? James Co. Matt Harmon here with you, and you're listening to Reception. Perception, The show. Got a great show. Got a special show in front of us here today because for the very first time, Matt. We're bringing on a guest. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I really want to call Zach Miller a guest um, because <laughs> not to not to hype my guy up here, but I am I'm not like sort of sure. I'm not a little bit sure. I'm a hundred percent sure mm. that uh, receptionperception.com, reception perception as most people know it today, um, would have never gotten off the ground as smoothly as it did uh, without the help of Zach Miller randomly comes into my life in an Instagram DM and saves my ass in so many ways. Um, yeah, man, uh, Zach is awesome. I'm glad we're here. Uh, he's here on the show and I'm glad uh, that we're going to be having this whole big conversation today. Dude, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. High praise from from one of the best in the industry. Yeah, the Instagram DM aspects. It's, uh, it's the way to go, but uh, dude, I've, I've loved everything I'm doing. Being first guest on the RP show, it's an absolute honor talking with you guys, some fantasy football. So can't think of a better way to spend my night, to be honest with you. But yeah, man, our guy, Zach Miller, man, he has been on our ass about talking more dynasty. So of course we bring him in and we're going to talk some more dynasty here, man. All right. So we got a big show in front of us here today. Um, we're going to hit on Jamar Chase. What's going on there in Cincinnati? How can they not find a way to get my guy Jamar Chase the ball? It don't make no damn sense whatsoever. And then we're going to have a couple rankings debates here. Okay. We're going to talk Marquise Brown. Going to talk Jalen Waddle as well. Are they too high? Are they too low? Where does Matt have these guys ranked? And what does our guy Zach Miller uh, think about those rankings as well? Okay, we're going to talk Brees Hall too. We've got to talk about Brees Hall. We're talking about Dynasty. We got to talk about these rookie running backs, man. Brees Hall, Damian Pierce, certainly on the docket for today. But can we start in Carolina? Let's talk about Matt Rule. Matt Rule getting fired this AM. All right, so instant reaction here, Matt. DJ Moore. Um, and CMC, certainly the two most fantasy relevant names, the, the two most relevant names on the offensive side of the football, your kind of thought process when Matt rule got fired there. And what does it mean uh, for their production moving forward? You know, it almost felt like a mercy firing at this point by David Tepper, because <laughs> this thing was over. Yeah. I think you could argue that it was probably over a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, if you really want to do like the alternate timeline thing here for a second, guys, Okay. Does it does it get this bad? I mean, and, and we're talking about rotten to the freaking core with the Carolina Panthers and that ecosystem right now at this point. You know, Baker Mayfield playing like the stone worst quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, really nothing going on on offense. Does it ever get this bad if they just like kind of stuck with Teddy Bridgewater and Joe Brady? I, I would argue that it, it wouldn't because, you know, it wasn't that that long ago that Teddy was getting 
Uh, Curtis Samuel to a thousand total yards. Obviously, got to lead off with Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore to a thousand yards. <laughs> Robbie Anderson at a thousand yards. I know. In, in 2020. So um, wild as it is, this thing went really bad really quickly. You know, it was never going to work with Matt Rule. So, um, you know, you get it out of the way at this point, and now they'll sort of kind of try to, you know, start the search now. Basically, you know, I know that David Tepper said, "Yeah, go for it." I, no, I was going to say, I'll jump on top of that and also say in that alternate universe, I would feel so much better about Carolina right now if Joe Brady was the head coach. Um, and with Matt Rule completely out of the way, no say in the offense whatsoever, let Joe Brady let this thing run. <laughs> like that, yeah. I w- so it's very, you're, you're right. That would be very interesting if they had just stuck to their guns there and kept Teddy B. Um, and Joe Brady, but, uh, but Zach, what are your thoughts there on those, uh, on those two pass or excuse me, the, the pass catcher, uh, and the running back in DJ Moore and CMC. Yeah. I mean, he is nailing it. I mean, basically Matt rule had to come into the season and just not embarrass his team to keep his job. And I mean, that's, that's what he did, right? He played some embarrassing football. So, I mean, it's hard to think of DJ Moore being in a worse spot. So I, uh, I'm with you on there where like, you've got someone else running the offense. Maybe can you get him in some spots to catch the ball that aren't just so tight, but I mean, you've got Baker Mayfield, what came out today, high ankle sprain out for at least a couple of weeks. The news around the block is that Sam Darnold's still not ready to go. So we got PJ Walker coming back in, oh, making boy. some plays in the offense. But, you know, he's he's had a good rapport with DJ Moore before. Who's to say that he can at least give him some life now? Um, I think that's the hope, right? You hope it can't get worse for DJ Moore. We've seen a lot of good things from him. So I, I like the idea of buying young players, but... I'm terrified, man. I'm absolutely terrified to buy into anybody on this Panthers team right now. And here's the deal, man. Zach is right to talk about like, okay, if this thing is going to get better, the hope is that PJ Walker, at least for the rest of 2022, and, you know, maybe even Sam Darnold when he gets back, as bad as that is to say, I mean, Sam Darnold compared like in the first three, four weeks of 2021, like to Baker Mayfield this year, it's not even close, like in terms of who is better, because I... I started even riffing about it at the, before we started taping the show. I had to dial it back in because I'm, I'm so irritated about this. These, these hucksters out there, these, these hope hucksters. Uh, peddlers, <laughs> wow. snake oil salesmen trying to, you know, to conjure hucksters. up these, tra- these trade destinations for DJ Moore. I let me, maybe, maybe this is just like a person deep inside me who has been, know way too scorned by like oh man Allen robbins got to get out of chicago he got to get himself traded somewhere oh terry mclaurin he's got to get himself traded out of washington it's not gonna happen okay dj moore is not getting traded somewhere in the middle of the season you can you can clip this out tim can edit the video clip this thing out if i'm wrong because he's not getting traded in the middle of the season dj moore just signed a new contract this off season and like for a panthers team that probably should want to consider you know we know who David Tepper is he's gonna first and foremost I don't think he'll get one but he'll probably try to attract a big fish right like I'm sure he's yeah. already got a call into Sean Payton and Sean Payton's agent right they want to <laughs> not make this thing look like a total disaster from a roster standpoint um okay. DJ Moore just signs a new contract he's one of their good young players and this is also not a team like 
from a book standpoint that looks like a rebuilding operation. The Panthers are third to the bottom in terms of cap space for next year. And I'm sure that trading DJ Moore would incur a bunch of dead cap charges for a team that really can't afford it. By the way, it is ironic that the other two teams at the basement there, New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the NFC South is in debt, baby. Um, So (laughs) I wouldn't go getting your hopes up about, about DJ Moore getting traded. Maybe CMC is a a separate conversation, but the rest of like you know my my whole Twitter timeline points felt like it was trying to get a Panthers receiver traded out of there. DJ Moore's their only good player. I mean, maybe Robbie Anderson still has something. The rest of these guys are total goofballs. Give me a break here, like trying to trying to salvage this Panthers situation. It is what it is. It really is sad too because like you know th- their their defense actually could be really good. You know, I think they've got some real athletes and some real playmakers on the defensive side of the football. And then offensively, I I hear what you're saying in regards to the overall landscape of it all. You know, um, if you have D, if you got DJ Moore, you've got CMC, you've got some decent building blocks right there. You know, um, I'm not saying they're like a quarterback away or something, but you know what? They're like a quarterback away from like a playoff berth. You know what I'm saying? That's how bad. That's how badly this team has been run. Uh, but I really believe in their defensive on the defensive side of the football. They've got some real playmakers there. Hey, everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball has been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but yeah, no, hey, listen, it is always, I don't care, Matt, you could be the old man yelling at this guy. I don't care. I'm not going to be that dude. I love thinking about these like what if trades. Like I love thinking about got good players going to better teams, dude. Forget these dumpster fire franchises that like are hanging on to good players. Like, no, nah, I don't care about that, man. Like give Hope me DJ poison. Moore. Hope is poison, James. Hope, hope yeah, is poison, James. Hope I'm is poison. I'm one of those guys. I can't. Like I was on you. I was on the timeline this morning. Since I was like, if the Packers don't go out and at least make an offer for DJ Moore, oh. they're doing themselves a disservice. But it's not going to happen Zach. because no team trades less than the Packers unless yeah. they're sending away good players and they don't have the money. So like, what? What possibly? Like uh, you see the stuff about Christian McCaffrey. You see that. That's but like, are you going to get rid of two players under the age of 25 years old? Do you think you're that far away from competing that you're like ready to just shell out your offense, basically? Yeah, Zach, I was I was once like you, you know, full head of hair, young, optimistic, you You know, think thinking that uh, think it thinking that uh, the Packers were going to trade for a star receiver. Nah, man, that that'll never happen. Um, But to your to your point, though, I, I do think the McCaffrey situation might be a different conversation because just because of the position he plays, um, you know, we know the bills inquired about him in the off season and, and rumors are that he, they're, they're calling, I don't know if it's true or not, but people have said that the, the bills have put in a call again. Um, it would be kind of, cr- I mean, the bills are in that window where they could probably, you know, like write it off on their taxes right at this point that, okay, we, yeah. we, we traded, we, we just drafted a running back on the second day of the NFL draft. Yeah. Uh, we just, so but whatever, who cares? And it was basically just for, to be like a light beer version of Christian McCaffrey's what they got James Cook uh, for, but you know, they could, they could write that off, but I think his contract makes him, you know, yeah, pretty tough, pretty tough asset to trade there uh, for Christian McCaffrey. So I bet he played. And another thing too, how many teams right now, just from this is like a big 
picture view. How many rebuilding teams out there right now really want to do like the Sashi Brown thing, like tear the roster down to the studs, you know, burn it all to the ground and just get just a bunch get of draft picks. picks. <laughs> but yeah, look at look at that's I mean, all it, you do. Just get picks. Don't even don't even make the picks. Just get more picks. You know, that's exactly. What, that's look look how that turned out. Look how that turned out for the Browns. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, a team like Buffalo, they did. They didn't tear it down to the studs, but they did shed a bunch of salary cap space and incur a bunch of dead money but they still competed for a playoff spot with tyrod the 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 damn giants right now they're they were tearing it down from a salary perspective but they're four and one they're not embarrassing in the meantime and i I think that's the thing that a lot of these teams don't want to get outright embarrassed you know um when they're out there on the field and that's why dj Moore will stay with the panthers and chris mccaffrey probably stays with the panthers too (laughs) first of all i want to know like What what side of the damn bed did you wake up on today? You're throwing out terms like huckster and and snake oil salesman. Like, bro, you're you're pulling out word, like phrases from the 1920s. Like, like what is happening here? Playing a little Red Dead Redemption oh this morning. That's, that's what it is. Oh my I wish. I, I wish I was. I, I wish I was. Oh God, oh I, that was God. like my favorite game back when I played video games. But you guys know this. Uh, I have a <laughs> what what I've called over the years a complicated relationship with the Carolina Panthers. So perhaps it's true because because we're intersecting Panthers talk with you know wide receiver hope. Like these guys, like DJ Moore getting salvaged. Like perhaps it's these two topics so close and painful to the heart that that I feel this way. But this yeah. is how I feel about it, and I, I think it's best that other folks don't get their hopes up. <laughs> spoken like by the way spoken like a true truly spurned fan where you're like if i can't have any happiness i don't want anybody else to have any happiness either you know everyone else could be depressed with me that's um right. that's what i that's what i love about it but um uh, Interesting setup there in Carolina right now. Uh, you've got Steve Wilkes, who is a former head coach, is now the head coach now. And then they've also had a former head coach as their offensive coordinator. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. You know, it's not like they're, it's not like they're going to be managed from, from now to the end of the season by people who don't know what they're doing. Do you know what I'm saying? So like that for me is, is interesting. It's not like they go from Matt rule to some freaking like tight ends coach. Who's like never, ever managed uh, people before, you know? So I don't know. I think, I think from that angle, actually um, it is interesting. And I do wonder by the way, but because of that, do these guys elevate their game? Because the vibes in Carolina were just horrific. Yeah. You know, um, and it's like, you know, it's like that old, what is it? The Dion saying, right? Like, look good, feel good, feel good, play good. Like, we'll take the look good part out of it. But just like the feel good, play good part is like, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Um, so I just, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what will happen with DJ Moore. Um, okay, back to the dynasty discussion, though. Um, Matt, I want to pick your brain on this. Okay. So DJ Moore, 25 years old or whatever it is, uh, who knows who the head coach is going to be. Um, you know who the ownership group is there with David Tepper, uh, and you look at the, the roster overall. Okay. So now how does, you know, the Matt rule, you know, firing, how does that impact where you kind of have DJ Moore? Where do you have DJ Moore right now in dynasty? Yeah, I think I bumped him down in my latest, um, in my latest updates, but here, I think uh, 26 is where you have him right now. Look at that. Um, Zach, no, Zach, of course I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Zach knows better than me. That's a, uh, that's good. Um, but yeah, 
so I, I do think obviously things will get better in Carolina. Like the good news is they, um, and I mean, they can't, they literally can't get worse from a quarterback perspective, right? Like I've said many times, Baker Mayfield, the stone worst quarterback in the NFL this year by right. any measure. Um, right. Even just the good old fashioned watch of the games test. I mean, Baker Mayfield double clutches, ain't nothing good coming after that. Um, but, you know, they'll, they'll probably be in position to get a young quarterback this year, but um, I do think it's worth having a conversation about DJ Moore, like DJ Moore is good. The, DJ Moore is good, but how good is DJ Moore? Okay, I think that's a question worth mm-hmm. having. Like, I think he, I we're also we were many years into his career at this point. He he was right. drafted in 2018. Like, we know who DJ Moore is, and there's obviously a further unlocking of his skill set that's been that then has been unlocked in Carolina so far. But I think the most likely situation for DJ Moore is that he is paired with a rookie quarterback that they draft really highly next year. It kind of sort of takes at least a couple years for a quarterback to be able to be able to be like a talent elevating player, unless they get like a, a great prospect. And even then, like, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been good, but he was supposed to be like the next, he's been fine. Like, but he's, he was supposed to be the next guy, like the next Andrew Luck. I wouldn't say that he's necessarily, I mean, he's made like guys like Zay Jones relevant, but, you know, still not like necessarily taking things to the next level there. It's just a bit, obviously the draft is a crapshoot, but my point about DJ Moore, um, like, yeah, I think if DJ Moore was going to be paired with Aaron Rodgers or something like that for the next two, three years, I, I'd be willing to be really excited. But right. I think that DJ Moore has leveled off at this point as a good, not great number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's probably why a part of the reason why we haven't seen him take that jump into the elite tier beyond the fact that he's also been paired with some real goofball quarterbacks. Uh, You know, a podcast is official when Matt Hardman drops goofball quarterback. I love it. 